0: Hello again, I'm Richard Figge, and this is for Reading Out Loud. Thank you for joining me. Tonight I want to share a seasonal piece with you. This is the fourth night of Hanukkah, also known as the Festival of Lights. It's a holiday that celebrates freedom. Some 2,000 years ago, the Jewish people lived under Greek and Syrian oppression and were forbidden to worship as they wished. But in 165 B.C., a group of rebels who came to be known as the Maccabees vastly outnumbered by the Syrian army, took back their land from their oppressors. They returned to the temple in Jerusalem, which had been spiritually defiled by the worship of pagan gods and the sacrifice of swine. The Jewish soldiers were determined to purify their temple by burning ritual oil in the temple's menorah lamp for eight days. To their dismay, they discovered there was only enough oil to last one day, but they decided to light it anyway, To their astonishment, they found that the oil lasted for eight full days. This was the miracle that is celebrated at Hanukkah. The menorah is an eight-branched candle-holder. One candle is lit the first night of Hanukkah, two the second, three the third, and so on. The candles can be used for no other purpose, even to light another candle, and so for this there is a shamus, or servant candle, used to light the others. The candles are never blown out, but allowed to burn down and are replaced the next night. The dreidel is a square-shaped top. On the sides are the Hebrew letters Nun, Gimel, He, and Shin. They stand for the Hebrew words Nesgadol Haya Sham, A Great Miracle Happened Here. The dreidel game is played with nuts, raisins, or pennies. Here are the rules. Everyone puts in a piece. Then one player spins the dreidel. If nun comes up, the spinner gets nothing. Gimel, the spinner takes the pot. Hay, the spinner takes half. Shin, the spinner adds a nut to the center. Latkes, you may know, are delicious potato pancakes eaten hot from the pan and served with sour cream or applesauce. I explain these things in some detail because if you aren't familiar with them already. They will explain a couple of important details in tonight's story, Herschel and the Hanukkah Goblins, the Caldecott honor-winning book by Eric A. Kimmel, published by Holiday House, with charming illustrations by Trina Schart Hyman. The story is presented here tonight by kind permission of the author. It was the first night of Hanukkah. Herschel of Ostropol was walking down the road. He was tired and hungry. Nevertheless, his step was light. Soon he would reach the next village, where bright candles, merry songs, and platters piled high with tasty potato latkes awaited him. But when he arrived, the village was silent and dark. Not a single Hanukkah candle could be seen. "'Isn't tonight the first night of Hanukkah?' Herschel asked the villagers. "'We don't have Hanukkah, Herschel,' one of them answered sadly. "'No Hanukkah? How can that be? It's because of the goblins. They haunt the old synagogue at the top of the hill. They hate Hanukkah. Whenever we try to light a menorah, the goblins blow out the candles. They break our dreidels. They throw our potato latkes on the floor.' Those wicked goblins make our lives miserable all year long. But on Hanukkah, it's really bad. Herschel knew he must help the village people. I'm not afraid of goblins, he said. Tell me how to get rid of them. It's not as easy as you think, the rabbi warned. You must spend eight nights in the old synagogue. The Hanukkah candles must be lit each night. On the eighth night, the king of the goblins must light them himself. That is the only way to break their power.' "'I am not afraid, rabbi,' Herschel said. "'If I can't outwit a few goblins, then my name isn't Herschel of Ostropole." The villagers wished Herschel good luck. They had no potato latkes to give him, so they packed several hard-boiled eggs for him to eat, along with a big jar of pickles. The rabbi gave Herschel a brass menorah, a package of candles, and a box of matches. Then the villagers said goodbye. Nobody expected to see Herschel again. It was long past sundown by the time Herschel climbed to the top of the hill where the old synagogue stood. The crumbling building was gloomy and dark, and rusty hinges squealed as Herschel opened the door. Herschel shuddered. Well could he believe that goblins lived here, he put two candles in the menorah and set it on the windowsill. He struck a match and lit the Shama's candle. He said the blessings and was about to light the other candle when he heard a voice. Hey, what are you doing? Herschel turned around. Here was a goblin no bigger than a horsefly, with a long, pointy tail and two little bats' wings hovering in the air. I'm lighting Hanukkah candles, Herschel said. Tonight is the first night of Hanukkah. Oh, no, it's not. We don't allow Hanukkah, not around here. Is that so? said Herschel. Who's going to stop me, a little pipsqueak like you? I may be little, but I'm strong, said the goblin. Really? Can you crush rocks in your hand? asked Herschel. The goblin laughed. Crush rocks? You're joking. Nobody's that strong. I am. "'Watch!' Herschel took a hard-boiled egg from his pocket "'and squeezed it until the yolk and the white ran through his fingers. "'The little goblin's eyes opened wide, "'since, in the dim light, the egg looked exactly like a rock. "'The little goblin shook with fear. "'You leave me alone!' he squeaked. "'Gladly,' said Herschel, "'if you let me light my candles in peace.' "'All right!' said the goblin. "'One night won't make a difference. But you better not be here tomorrow. Big, scary goblins are coming, much bigger than I. If they catch you lighting Hanukkah candles, you'll be sorry.' "'We'll see about that,' Herschel said to himself. He lit the first candle. On the second night another goblin appeared. This one was big and fat and waddled like a goose.' Herschel was finishing his dinner of pickles and hard-boiled eggs. "'Have some pickles,' he said to the goblin. "'Pickles!' "'Here, catch!' Herschel tossed him a sour pickle. The goblin caught it in his mouth and swallowed it. "'Mmm, pickles are good. Do you like them? I have plenty in this jar. Take all you want.' The greedy goblin grabbed as many pickles as his claws could hold, but when he tried to pull his fist out of the jar, he couldn't. I'm stuck, the goblin shouted. You put a spell on this jar to hold me fast. That's right, Herschel said, laughing. And it's a very powerful spell. You came here tonight to stop me from lighting Hanukkah candles, so now I'm going to light them while you stand with your hand in that jar and watch. How do you like that? No, no, the goblin screamed. I hate Hanukkah. Too bad. You'll have to get used to it. Herschel said the blessings and lit the candles slowly. Then he sang all his favorite Hanukkah songs. The goblin wailed and carried on so much that Herschel finally decided to let him go. "'Shall I tell you how to break the spell?' "'Yes! Yes! I can't stand it any more!' "'Let go of the pickles. Your greed is the only spell holding you, prisoner.' The goblin let go of the pickles. His hand slipped out of the jar easily, How that goblin raged! He had stood with his hand in a pickle jar, while Herschel lit Hanukkah candles under his nose. The furious goblin stamped his foot so hard that he shattered into a million pieces. The wind blew them away. The third night came. Herschel felt something watching him as he set the candles in the menorah. Instead of lighting them, he began playing with the dreidel. An hour passed. Herschel looked up. Sitting across the table was another goblin. This one had a fiery red face and two enormous horns. "'It's getting late,' the goblin said. "'When are you going to light the candles?' "'Later. There's plenty of time.' Herschel spun his dreidel. "'This is more fun.' "'What are you playing with?' the goblin asked. "'It looks like a top.' "'It's a dreidel. Don't you know about dreidels?' "'No.' "'Too bad. Gradles are lots of fun. You can also make lots of money if you know how to play.' "'Really?' "'The goblin was interested now. All goblins like money. This one was no exception.' "'How do you play?' "'It's very simple,' Herschel said. "'But you must have gold. That's the first rule. I have plenty. Is this enough?' The goblin poured a pile of gold coins onto the table. That's fine, Herschel said. Listen carefully now. This letter is shin. If it comes up, you give me a handful of gold. This letter is hay. If it comes up, you give me half your gold. This is gimel. If the dreidel falls on this letter, you give me all your gold. Understood? Wait. There's one letter left. What about this one? That's nun. If the dreidel falls on nun, I don't give you anything.' "'Ready? Let's play. You go first. The goblin spun the dreidel. The little top whirled round and round. When it fell, the letter on top was shin. "'Too bad,' Herschel said, taking a big handful of the goblin's gold. "'Try again. Maybe you'll have better luck.' The goblin spun the dreidel once more. This time it fell on hay. "'This isn't your night,' Herschel said.' helping himself to half the goblin's gold. "'One more time, your luck is bound to improve.' Once again, the goblin spun. This time the dreidel landed on Gimel. "'Too bad,' Herschel sighed as he took the rest of the goblin's gold. "'Would you like me to spin?' "'Yes,' the goblin grumbled. He was very unhappy about losing his money. Herschel spun the dreidel. This time the letter Nun was on top. "'Oh, my! I don't give you anything.' I get to keep all the gold. Say that was fun. Get some more gold, and we'll play again. What about the Hanukkah candles? We'll light them later. There's plenty of time. Not for me, the goblin said. I'm leaving now. I don't like this game. I don't like Hanukkah, and I don't like you. Don't go, Herschel pleaded. I know lots of games. Stay a while. We'll have fun. Goodbye." The goblin spread his wings— swooped out the door, and flew off into the night. Herschel lit the candles all by himself. Finally, the seventh night arrived. Eight tiny candles flickered on the windowsill. Herschel sat back to enjoy their light. Where were the goblins? Had they finally given up? Herschel felt very sleepy. His eyes closed. Suddenly he sat up he heard a horrible sound, a voice that sounded like the cracking of bones. Happy Hanukkah, Herschel of Ostropole. Who is it? Who's there? Don't you know who I am, Herschel? Weren't you expecting the king of the goblins? The voice rose to a hurricane roar. It ripped the shingles from the synagogue roof and shattered the windows. The Hanukkah candles reeled in the savage blast, but they did not go out. You're too early, Herschel shrieked. You're not supposed to come until tomorrow. The great wind died down. Don't worry, Herschel. I am far away, but I have the power to see you and speak to you. Enjoy this Hanukkah evening, my friend. It will be your last. Tomorrow night I will come for you. "'You fooled my slaves, the other goblins. Let's see if you can fool me.' Poor Herschel. What was he to do? The king of the goblins was on his way, and no power on earth could stop him. Unless... unless... Herschel had an idea. It was a big chance, but he had to take it. It was the only way to save himself.' and Hanukkah. It was the last night of Hanukkah. Herschel set the candles in the menorah. But instead of placing it on the windowsill, he put the menorah and the box of matches on a small table near the door. Then he sat down to wait. Night fell. It grew dark as pitch inside the gloomy old synagogue. Outside the whole world lay cold and silent. Suddenly a great gust ripped the synagogue door from its hinges. The whole building shook. A fearsome voice spoke, Herschel of Ostropol. Did I hear something? It is I, the king of the goblins. Herschel laughed. Don't be silly. You're one of the boys from the village. You're trying to scare me. I am not a boy. I am the king of the goblins. I'll believe it when I see it. Show yourself to me. Behold, I stand before you. Do you believe me now? Herschel tried not to look. Even in the darkness, he could see the outline of a monstrous shape filling the doorway, a figure too horrible to describe. He pretended not to care. "'It's too dark. I can't see anything. A candlestick and some matches are by the doorway. Why don't you light a few candles, then I'll see what you really are?' "'Indeed you shall.' A match flared. The shaman's candle caught the flame. Herschel's blood turned to water at the awful sight before him, but he did not lose courage. "'Master of the world,' he silently prayed." "'Thou who created the heavens and the earth "'and the spirits of the air, stand by me now.' "'Then he addressed the goblin. "'It's still too dark. "'What are you afraid of? "'There are plenty of candles. "'Why not light them all?' "'A hideous hand took the Shama's candle "'and lit the others one by one. "'Herschel felt himself growing faint, "'but he forced himself to look.' His eyes grew wider and wider as each candle caught the flame. Six, seven, eight. The king of the goblins stood before him. Now, Herschel, do you know who I am? (laughs) I know you're not Queen Esther. Very funny. Enjoy the joke. It will be your last. That's what you think. Be gone, or I'll take a stick to you.' "'How dare you speak to the king of the goblins that way?' "'I'll speak to you any way I please. You have no power. Your spell is broken. See? The menorah is lit. You thought those were ordinary candles you were lighting. They weren't. They were Hanukkah candles, and you lit them yourself.' The king of the goblins roared with fury. The earth trembled and a mighty wind arose. It ripped off the synagogue roof and blew down the walls. It splintered the great timbers and scattered them like matchsticks. Around the menorah the whirlwind howled, but the candles never flickered. They burned with clear, steady flames. The king of the goblins had no power over them. The spirit of Hanukkah had triumphed. The great wind vanished as suddenly as it had risen. Herschel rubbed his eyes. The night was as still as before, even though the synagogue was gone. Walls, floor, roof, even the foundation stones had vanished, but the menorah remained, standing tall upon the little table where Herschel had placed it. Herschel waited until the last candle burned out. Then he started down the road that led to the village. I'd better hurry, he thought. I don't want to miss the last night of Hanukkah. But there was no reason to worry. In every window there stood a menorah with nine gleaming candles to light the way. The whole village was waiting for him. You've been listening to Herschel and the Hanukkah Goblins by Eric A. Kimmel. Wishing you joy in the holiday season, I'm Richard Figge, and this has been For Reading Out Loud. I hope you'll join me again next week. In the meantime, be well, be happy, stay safe, all the best.